I'm Mario Munoz, reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. Here's what Matt Ruzchek of the Rio South Texas Economic Council had to say about the tax revenue numbers for the current report. An absolutely bonkers number. Here's Steve Taylor with Matt Ruzchek. We're in McAllen, Texas today. As regular listeners will know, uh, every month we meet up with Matt Ruzchek, Executive Director of the Rio South Texas Economic Council. Matt kindly provides his analysis on how the Rio Grande Valley is doing for sales tax revenues. Uh, sometimes we do this via Zoom, sometimes via a podcast. This month it's a podcast. And the month we're looking at, the, it's the May report, which looks at the figures for March 2021. So Matt, I know you've got some very good news to share with us about the figures. Uh, welcome back to the show, and how are you doing? Doing well, doing well. Glad to be uh, back with you, Steve, and particularly that we're able to do this in person again. Uh, definitely very exciting in our old traditional spot here in McAllen. Um, so as you mentioned, we're talking about sales tax. This is the May report, which covers the month of March. And before I dive into numbers, and you know, as you previewed a little bit, there's some really good news here. Let me set the stage a little bit. Uh, so, so you all can have some context for this. So we're comparing March 2021 to March 2020 primarily. And to set the stage for that, uh, March 2020 was obviously a challenging time. You know, there was lots of concern going around uh, as the pandemic was definitely spreading also into the United States and, and making its way towards Texas. Um, March 2020 was also the month where the bridges closed. I believe it was the 21st of March. Uh, where bridges close to non-essential traffic over, uh, you know, back and forth from Mexico. Uh, the stock market was taking a nosedive in, in the month of March uh, uh, last year, uh, so that would add to the general concern and uncertainty. And we're very rapidly approaching a shelter-in-place order, which actually came into effect uh, in April uh, of last year. Now, if you contrast this to March 2021, the contrast couldn't be starker. Um, March 2021 was marked by general sense of optimism. We had a significant uh, ramp up in the vaccinations and we're starting to break real records uh, in terms of the vaccination numbers. Um, we also started seeing some positive uh, numbers coming out in terms of infection rates and, and general strain in hospitals. Um, the state uh, reopened in March of 2021. Uh, the governor took a very bold step uh, moving forward, reopening the state, which obviously uh, allowed business to start functioning again at full speed, 100% capacity. Um, and while the bridges were still closed, and they are still today, till today, uh, the stimulus money, the big stimulus check, the $1,400 stimulus check, started coming into, into people's bank accounts and mailboxes towards the latter part of March. Um, and so there was a lot of very potential uh, positive uh, stimuli in the, in the economy. So how did the state of Texas do? This is always, always a reference point. The state of Texas did exceptionally well. State of Texas comparing March 2021 to March 2020 was up 30.09%, 30.09%, which is an absolutely bonkers number uh, when you think about it. But against the backdrop, you know, makes does make some sense. Um, and we always like to compare the valley to the state because, you know, that's a good measuring stick. So how did the value do compared to the state of Texas? Well, we were also up. We're also up double digits. We were actually up 42.19%. Let me read this one more time. 
42.19%. That means we outperformed the state, and that's been a theme for the last year, once again, but we outperformed the state by 12 percentage points in terms of the growth rate. Obviously not total numbers, but in terms of the growth rate, up more than 12% above the state for a total of 42.19%. Uh, Humongous performance. And that performance went across the board. If we look at the value as a whole, we had 43 out of 44 communities up March 2021 compared to March 2020. We had 43 out of those 44 communities up over 5%, and 5% growth is a very strong growth number. And we actually had 40 out of those 44 communities up over 20%. Uh, as you, if you all are reading the story, you probably see a picture of me uh, sitting in a corner holding up a sheet that has lots of yellow on it. Now, in my the way, I do these reports. Yellow highlights indicate the communities are up over 20%. So I can showcase them. Usually, in a report, there's about 10 of them or so, maybe uh, on a good month that, that have that performance. No, this time around, it's almost every single one of them that 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 is really outperforming tremendously. So let's go get down into the counties. The growth, once again, across the counties is also very strong. We start over on the coast. Uh, Willisie County up 27.76%. Cameron County up 47.02%. If we go out west, we look at Star County. Uh, Star County up 28.74%, very strong. And Hidalgo County up 40.67%. I mean, tremendous numbers. And when we, you know, I could list every single community here and, and give you an eye-popping number um, but two things clearly happened in March 2021 compared to March 2019 I'm sorry 28 uh, 2020 so March 2021 compared to March 2020 and that is we went to the outlets like we didn't do before and we went to the beach after really challenging 12 months of reports Mercedes was up a whopping 82.76 percent uh, in the month of March uh, and South Padre Island, which obviously suffered an interruption to spring break uh, last year, this March was up 114.62%. And so we definitely went to the beach. Uh, and the reason why I say we is that while well, there is obviously a lot more uh, tourism now happening, uh, you know, as the state had reopened, these numbers are still not quite there where they used to be as the traditional normal. And so this is a lot of the local population. Uh, explain explain why that is, why we're not where we normally would be. Well, I think, you know, particularly we're looking at the March number, the state had just reopened, you know, travel numbers were not yet elevated, uh, or, you know, were working their way up, but, but, but were not elevated. Once again, the bridges are close to non-essential traffic. Um, and so there, the, the, the volume of tourism, be it a retail or leisure or business, or, 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 sorry, the volume of travel, be it leisure, uh, be it retail tourism, or be it business travel, is was in March nowhere near to what the a normal would be for a March. Nonetheless, the numbers are absolutely outstanding. Uh, and so, you know, it's always people that spend money, right? That, that money doesn't spend itself. Uh, and so these people that are spending money are local folks. Uh, obviously fueled by stimulus funding, obviously fueled by pent-up demand, Obviously, it's fueled by general optimism, uh, you know, coming uh, in, into into the reopening, uh, and and these numbers once again are just bonkers. Uh, 
wonderful, wonderful statistics. Um, really speak very highly. And even if we compare ourselves, you know, along the border, uh, there's also strong numbers along the border, but our the valley numbers definitely stand out. So if we go over to Webb County, our neighbors to the west, uh, the Laredo area, they were up 44.03%. Um, if we look at uh, uh, down to Maverick County, Eagle Pass area, up 34.02%. Valverde County, that's Del Rio, up 44.92%. And El Paso area uh, was up 36.88%, and that's El Paso County as a whole. 36.88%. So strong performance up and down the border. Uh, really, really positive news once again for the economy, not just for the Rio Grande Valley, but the state as a whole. But specifically for the Rio Grande Valley, what I wanted to point out here is we did fantastic once again compared to the state. And while we've beaten the state, you know, in the previous reports by a few percentage points, uh, we always celebrated that. Dear Lord, beating the state by 12 percentage points is an amazing sign of the strength of the local economy. And what I'm seeing more and more here is deja vu to the financial crisis. Um, yeah, for, for the listeners who haven't been li- listening to our conversations, you know, all going back all the way to 2007, 2008, 2009, uh, during the financial crisis, the Valley stood out as one of the, the regions in the country that didn't really suffer a recession. Uh, and depending who you talk to and how they count crunch the numbers, didn't even see an economic decline uh, during the so-called Great Recession. Uh, we plateaued for all practical purposes and then rebounded really hard once everything reopened and, 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 and the situation got better. Uh, and I think what we're seeing here is early indicators that this, that the, this is the sequel to this. We had really overall strong performance over the last 12 months. Uh, in, in, terms of, in terms of our economy, despite the circumstances and the challenges that you know, the country as a whole, the world, the state, and particularly our region encountered on the health front, nonetheless, the economy continued very strong. And now we're seeing a really impressive rebound. Now, uh, let's go ahead and uh, uh, talk a little bit about you know, this rebound specifically, because you know, we're comparing year over year here, right? So. Uh, you know, heck, if March was terrible, no wonder those, you know, March 2020 was terrible, no wonder the numbers are wonderful. And to be honest, March 2020 wasn't all that terrible. Uh, if we look at the March 2020, the value as a whole was down 3.94% compared to March of 2019. So yeah, it was a dip, uh, but it wasn't a terrible dip. And those two communities I just highlighted, you know, Mercedes. Mercedes was down in March of, of uh, 2020, down 29.2%. And so you'd hope for a strong rebound, you know, somewhere 30, 40% range maybe, but you wouldn't expect 80 some. Um, the Padre Island, you know, the island did suffer in March 2020. They saw a 30 point, uh, 31.3% dip. You would expect a recovery somewhere in the 40 to 50% range. Uh, but guess what? The island was up over 100%. You know, so, and you can see that team kind of playing out across the communities, which led me to the following. I actually said, you know, we need to, com- you know, comparing March 2021 numbers to 2020 might be a little bit unfair considering the circumstances uh, that laid out. Let's compare it to a more normal, quote-unquote, time period. So let's compare this to March 2019, uh, our, our best, you know, reference in the past. How did we do compared to that? Maybe this will be just a, a sobering experience that things aren't as great as this look at first blush. So let's talk about the, the, the community statistics. Out of the 44 communities in the valley, 
43 of them were up comparing March 2021 to March 2019. Up 5%, 43 out of the 44, 5% or more, 43 out of 40 more. And up over 20% or 40 out of the 44. So exactly the same general stats we quoted for March 2020 were also applicable to March 2019. <clears throat> okay, let's look at the number for the state. How did the state compare? this year compared to 2019, March 2021 compared to March 2019. The state was up a whopping 23.5%. Very, very good number. How about the valley? Valley is up 36.59% comparing March 2021 to March 2019, which is a whopping 13% up over the state. And as you know, I could go down the list and let me just do the counties real quick just to point this out. Cameron County up 37.96%. Willis County up 49.07%. Hidalgo County 35.85%. And Stark County up 36.17%. Once again, across the board, March 29, 2021 far outperformed what used to be quote unquote normal in March. I actually, and I don't have those specific statistics here, but I kind of played with it with a table a little bit and compared. March 2021 to December of 2020. Saying so, like, how does March compare to Christmas? You know, Christmas is you know the shopping season, the core of the shopping season happening in in December, and for many of our communities, the March numbers either come very close to the December numbers or even outperform the December numbers. And I remember I don't have the statistics spot on, but uh, I remember that the overall value number was a few percentage points higher this March than it was the most recent December, which is just mind-blowing. Once again, bonkers, bonkers performance. Um, so, very excited because this means a couple of things for uh, for our region. Number one, the, the consumer has come back strong. Uh, it's obviously good news for business. Uh, number two is the stimulus uh, that, that came into the pockets of folks in the Valley uh, has obviously resonated and has been, has quickly rotated back into the community, into the economy. Uh, so I think that's really, really good. And the third thing that's really good is this is really good news for all the communities, so the cities, you know, who are relying on property taxes and sales taxes for basic services to the residents. And so seeing this massive growth and this real strong stimuli in the economy uh, is very good news for our residents because that means that our communities are well-funded uh, that you know, hopefully they'll be able to hire more people, uh, and also that city services will hopefully be looking at improving over time, uh, as we now have this opportunity to invest in our communities, to prepare ourselves for this quick, what I believe is is likely to be a a uh, quick upward trajectory, barring any unforeseen circumstances. Knock on wood. You know, I I avoid the crystal ball as much as I can, but I will tell you, I am super excited about what the future holds for our region. And the fact that our community's budgets are improving is obviously a very good sign that we'll be able to capitalize on, the, on this future. Uh, so once again, all, all in all, uh, a really positive and great report. Um, you've been studying this, um, these figures over, the, over many years now, um, and, and you get your, your figures from the State Comptroller's Office. Uh, before this landed in your inbox from the comptroller's office and then you crunched the numbers, could you have predicted this sort of percentage increase? Does this surprise you? Yeah, it does surprise me. I will tell you that, you know, I was secretly hoping for about 20%. 
Uh, I thought that that would have been, would have been a great result. Um, you know, I was hoping for a minimum 10% because that would be clearly a rebound, you know, kind of across the board for a region. I was hoping for 20. Uh, when I saw the state number and, you know, when you, when you go to the website, you know, to pull the report, uh, you see the state figure. And the state figure was up 30.09%. And I was just like, you know, first reaction was, oh, that's, that's a high bar to clear. Which was a great number. I was very, very surprised and excited. But my first thought was, man, it's going to be a hard bar to clear for our region. That's a really strong result. Um, and then after having crunched the numbers for the value, I was super excited to see that we not only just, you know, outperformed the 30% by smidge, but by a margin. Once again, the whole value as a whole, uh, 2021 to 2020, up by 12%, more than 12% over the state. And even comparing back to 2019, we're up over 13% on the state. Um, that is a, a fantastic testament, once again, to the strength of our local consumer and of the local economy. And, you know, granted, some folks might say, hey, hold on. But as a percentage of population, a lot more people in the valley were eligible for the stimulus checks than they were in other parts of the state. Then that is true. Uh, there's another very good point that can be made saying, because the cost of living in the valley is so much lower than it is in other parts of the state, a dollar goes much further. Therefore, there was a lot more disposable income available to folks. That is also true. Uh, but I think what the, what the numbers show here as well is that uh, the, uh, the the local consumer uh, is confident because even if, it, if we have a massive windfall but people did not feel confident then obviously they wouldn't be spending that money they would be holding on to it saving it uh, but we see that that you know we all like to spend money and we continue to spend that money uh, and we see these numbers despite once again still not having non-essential travel open on the bridges uh, so this is truly the end. We have, once again, limited uh, uh, travel uh, in, inbound, right? Limited leisurely shopping or business travel inbound. And so this is truly the local consumer that's carrying this economy. Uh, yes, you mentioned here there that uh, people got out and, and uh, went shopping. Uh, the consumer the consumer figures are very, very strong. And you couple that with the stimulus and people went out and spent that stimulus money. Uh, you don't like to do crystal ball glaze, uh, gazing, but could it be that this this might be a one-off that that stimulus that 1,400 went to every everyone in March, and people probably spent it quickly, and therefore in in upcoming months it, the the percentage increase is just not going to be that great. It's a great question, Steve. I'll tell you. I think that the, that the April numbers will still be very good, uh, but by, primarily by virtue of the fact that April was shelter in place. For us, so this was the roughest month by far last year in terms of in terms of the, the economic impact, uh, and so we are going to have a pretty good recovery. Uh, also, very good question on the stimulus money. You know, stimulus money is coming out in phases, in waves. So while some of those checks already hit in March, uh, folks who had uh, there's plenty of folks who received that money in April. Uh, heck, there's even still people waiting on it, and we're at the end of May. Uh, and so, uh, so I, don't, I think there's going to, this, 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 these numbers might have a little bit more legs. Now, will they have legs past May? That's hard to tell. Uh, once again, no crystal ball here. I don't know uh, if we're going to have, you know, continue to have these massive results. Uh, but on the other hand, you know, when you go to the stores and you drive around, you can see that economic activity has returned back to what we quote, quote, used to call normal. 
and uh, uh, and so that's encouraging. But you know, we, we're still going to have, uh, I think, a good economy. And once again, as the economy is reopening, um, and we had this little chat before this interview, the the outlook for this region is extremely positive. You know, the economic outlook, the investments, the uh, once again the stimulus. You know, not only just the stimulus funds that went to the people's pockets, but also the the monies that are coming into our communities, uh, infrastructure investment. Uh, you know, you did a great job covering the mobility planning and some of those investments that might be related to that uh, coming into the region. And so the outlook is, is really positive. You know, I think the, the big question here is going to be the one we discussed, I think, about six months ago or so. When we first started talking about, you know, what are we going to do when things recover? And I made that statement back then saying, you know, as soon as the gates open, people will go rush out to spend money. And we'll try to do all the things that they've been missing for the past X months, however long you know we we thought it was going to be, um, and that will probably last a couple months, maybe three, and then we'll have the real check of do people go back to you know the 2019 behavior? Uh, are they going to go back to readapting some more of the 2020 behavior for whatever reason, or is there going to be a blend, a hybrid of those two developing? Um, and that's still up in the air. Uh, I think right now we're in a time period, you know, March was really the kickoff of when we went back to spend money, we, we, we went to town, literally. Uh, and, uh, uh, and now we're going to see the next two months, I think, continue good activity. And after that, that the proof will be the pudding of how things shake out. Mm-hmm. You know, one other thing that's also interesting to, to, to bring up uh, is, you know, we've been talking about this COVID shift thing for the, for the, for the last uh, year or so. And, uh, you know, with these fantastic numbers, is the COVID shift dead uh, is, a, is a very, very valuable, valid question. And the answer is no. As I'm looking at some of these figures, we have larger communities who had absolutely outstanding numbers. Uh, but I will say, as I look at those numbers, I still see that pattern where, where the, the smaller and mid-sized communities are really performing exceptionally well. Uh, even if you know the, the, the big cities are no longer that's a huge discrepancy between the two um, and you see that in the year-to-date figures also you know I think that's probably a better measuring stick uh, let's take let's take a look at a couple communities in Cameron capital communities in, in Hidalgo County as an example um, so Brownsville obviously the big market in, in, in uh, Cameron County for the year-to-date numbers so the last five reporting months uh, the performance is up 14.95 percent which is Nothing to sneeze at, uh, but San Benito is up 18.86 percent, and San Benito is kind of that mid-sized, little more bedroom community, local hub, uh, and you see uh, they outperform there. Uh, same thing. Let's take a look at uh, Hidalgo County in the same no- uh, sense. McAllen is up 11.32 percent uh, for year-to-date numbers, uh, but Westlaco is up 19.98 percent. Uh, and so outperforms, uh, you know, not a huge margin, but still outperforms the the larger community. So I think some of that COVID shift, which is, you know, people shopping closer to home, uh, it's, it's still in place. Let's see if uh, your, your theory is proved out. I'm just going to throw a city out there to you, which uh, interests me. The city of Alton. Alton. 
All right, let's take a look at Alton. So Alton up is year to, uh, for the month was up 23.35% and as compared 2021 to 2020. Uh, year to date up 29.72% and comparing March 2021 to March 2019, Alton was actually up 54.95%. Uh, and as you particularly as you look at the 2019 number, you really see some of that, uh, some of those really aggressive moves among the smaller communities. You know, uh, you know, since you brought this up, let's go ahead and play this game uh, also for uh, uh, for the, for the 2021 to 2019 number comparing uh, large community to smaller community. Brownsville was up 2021 to 2019, up 38.76%. That's for the month of March. San Benito up 49.69%. Let's play the game in McAllen again. In McAllen, Westlaco, McAllen up 30.26%. Westlaco up 43.84%. Um, and so, once again, as this is this is just March, this is the first month of reopening. Let's wait a few months, let's monitor this, and let's see if that shift does fade off. Or if, it, or if it becomes ingrained and, and stays with us. Then you're just kind of uh, one more comment because we had this conversation last month and I said, you know, if we have good numbers in March and April, then the value might go up to double digit growth for the year. Remember, we talked about that. And so let me talk about that number. So for reference, what's going to lose the state? For the year, and this is the May report, which is five reporting months from the calendar, that this will be the months of November, December, January, February, and March. The state is up 6.99%, which is good. It's a good number for year-to-date. The valley, last time we talked about that, I said maybe we'll creep into double digits. Right now, 16.16%, and we haven't hit April yet. And so, the April report yet. And so, the outlook is, is really, actually, very exciting. Uh, in terms of, in terms of what, how, how things are shaping up for us. Uh, and uh, I think the folks that are out there listening to this, uh, I think the, the future does look quite bright. Once again, not a crystal ball guy, uh, but, but as things are lining up, I'm really seeing a replay of the financial crisis playing out in front of my eyes. Uh, and if it is a replay, you know, I, I, for everybody that's listening to this, think about all the things that, that, that happened in the Valley, positive things and growth that you've seen between 2009 and 2019. And now take that level of growth but apply it to our current 2021 baseline. I mean, that is truly exciting. Yeah, I think the very uh, telling point you made in all that is to say, okay, the stimulus money to the individuals has, has been and gone and may have you know, we'll soon in the next few months see see all of that um, reflected in, uh, in 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 the April figures and the May figures, and then that may die down. But the point you made that the stimulus money that's going to infrastructure, that's going to the schools, the American Recovery Act, that's going to the cities, that will uh, trickle into the economy, and and that's that's um, that's more significant for the long term. Absolutely, because you know, I mean, once again, it, it will allow us to set that stage 
for uh, for for that for that growth. You know, I think you know, back in 2008, 2009, you know, the discussion was travel ready, right? And 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 what can we projects can we move forward that are really necessary, that are going to have a significant impact on the region, on the state, on the country as a whole. Um, and now, as we're looking at you know international trade uh, changing, you know, we had a brief conversation about supply chains uh, you know, before either the interview. Uh, you know, we are really poised to to become even more of a relevant hub for for the trade in North America. Um, and so investments locally have not only a local impact, but have an impact across the country, heck, across the continent. And, uh, uh, and so uh, hopefully we will see, you know, additional investments of that kind and in infrastructure and uh, you know all kinds of all, all forms of infrastructure uh, in, in international trade and warehousing and logistics and all these things uh, coming in here in the next couple of years because that will once again set us up for a massive positive trajectory uh, into the next decade and that's what makes the, this region such an exciting place to be is that the stars are truly aligning for us, you know, with a little nod down to Brownsville and to the folks at SpaceX, uh, because they are bringing an additional dimension uh, to, to, the, to the growth potential and, and opportunities for this region. Uh, and so once again, all in all, uh, you know, when we look at back, you know, now at 12 months with COVID or inter-COVID, uh, in terms of these reports, uh, this has been a very challenging 12 months uh, from the, for the community, uh, for many individuals, for the healthcare system, you know, tragic impacts in many families uh, that by no means want to dismiss. Uh, also, this has been a really challenging time for uh, many entrepreneurs and businesses out there. Uh, you know, many didn't make it, uh, you know, up to this point in time. Uh, many had to really pivot and, and struggle and, 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 and grind it out and, and hats off to them for, for doing so. Uh, but if I look just purely at the numbers, then the last 12 months was actually a pretty good year for us, all in all. Uh, we had really some real highlights. Uh, and this March report, this May report, so the March numbers are the a massive exclamation sign or three big exclamation signs at the end of that period. Uh, and this gives us a sense of momentum that I hope we'll be able to carry into the, the future months. And then that momentum once again hopefully propels us to a, on a tremendous trajectory over the next decade. Well, Matt, thank you so much for today's um, uh, presentation, for your analysis of the sales tax revenues for the Rio Grande Valley. I don't think uh, we've had such an optimistic uh, uh, set, of, set of numbers, such a, such a, such a positive report, you know, double digits um, and, and much, much more. So this is uh, really um, exciting for the Rio Grande Valley. Thank you so much again for, for um, giving us this report every month. And uh, we, we're looking forward to seeing how the valley economy uh, continues to grow uh, from this point. So thanks again. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate the opportunity. Listen to the Tax Revenue Podcast Report presented by Matt Ruzchek of the Real South Texas Economic Council in the Real Grande Guardian International News Service website. I'm Mario Munoz reporting. <laughs>